time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Welcome back to The Next Step. This week I'm on another site visit, this time in Seattle, and I'm here with Benjamin Cook with Zirconia. We make ceramic surface treatments for food security, biosecurity, and stabilizing infrastructure, making it more sustainable. In animal husbandry and food production, concrete is porous and unstable, and it just traps bacteria and viruses naturally, which infect the food. Infrastructure has a problem with concrete because concrete is inherently unstable. The instability causes problems when you're dealing with the environment uh, issues of carbonation and salt that erode bridges and dams and that sort of thing. In terms of porosity, so we deal both on the food side and we deal uh, with bridges and infrastructure on the, the concrete building side. All right, so this is a lesson that uh, I've been given to Ben for years. I met him, he was a student of mine back when I was teaching MBAs. Ben is a material scientist or chemist? I'd say material scientist. Okay. And so he talks like a material scientist. And that's an example of what it sounds like. I would simplify all that down, and I have simplified it down to a zirconia makes a coating, you put it on concrete, and then nothing grows on it. That's true. So it's a true statement. I got I got the truth there, but um, what am I miss, what am I missing in simplifying it down that far? Um, nothing grows on it, so you know things like bacteria can't grow on it. Um, but also it can't be damaged by standard weathering, and again exposure to salt, exposure to carbonation. Uh, carbonation takes concrete from a hardness of seven down to a hardness of three, and now we're back to details. But the issue is, you know, those details matter actually uh, mm-hmm. in construction in the construction industry. So when you're out talking to the potential customers, my, my description is too simple. When you're out talking to new potential investors, your answer is too complicated. Complicated, yeah. yeah. All right. That's what it comes in. Actually, and, and so we just, we, we build our answer to, to the audience. Right. Right. So if you ask me what it does, you tell you what it does in a simple way. And, and we've heard, if I've we're heard, talking about a market sector, then you address it in the way that market sector needs to hear. Sure, and this isn't just your problem. I've, I've had this problem with other other students of mine and other fledglings that I work with. Sure. But instead of going down that hole and, and talking about simplification of, of messaging, what we actually wanted to talk about was just the idea that everything takes longer than expected. And my favorite version of this is Hofstadter's Law, and Hofstadter's Law says everything will take longer than expected even when you take into account Hofstadter's Law. So here we are. Zirconia is two years and two months out of fledge, and we're at the stage where we were expecting to be 18 months ago. So what what takes so long? Whenever you're trying to fundraise for material science, it's difficult. A couple of things, uh, one thing in particular that we did not anticipate was that several companies have come through that were material science companies, took investment, and crashed. So it soured the taste of a lot of folks in our field, certainly here locally in Seattle. And then we had to go down to Texas and talk to some folks at Central Texas Angel Network. They have a lot of more industry there. We don't we don't have so much here. So that helped us. But uh, yeah, the local investors didn't really have a palette for our type of investment. Yeah, so that, that was the first delay. Right. And Ben's partner here is? Merle Balgru, CTO of Zirconia. So I guess the second delay was on the production side. Even after talking to industry experts and talking to the people who make the machinery, you realize that you actually just have to figure things out yourself, and it's going to be trial and error. It's very difficult to plan a process 100% and have it work out that way. There's going to be 
there's going to be things you do and they work and they don't work. And, and in this adjust. case, the business, that from the beginning, the, the idea was that we're not building a factory, that there are right. companies out there that can do all of the steps needed or there are collection of companies that collectively can do all the steps needed. We were going to go and right. leverage them. But apparently it's not as easy as just we need we need you to take X and Y and mix it together and send it back. Right. Because, you know, everything we're doing is basically speaking new, brand new. Maybe the process was used before, but either the process is being altered in some way or the material that we're putting into the process is new. So there was a learning curve with even every kind of industry expert, every processor that we work with. And the third delay was finding salespeople with the right skill set. Right. So new product, customers don't know this exists. They they want something like it, but they don't know this product exists. Right. And how are you gonna how are you gonna tell the difference between something that's like an epoxy plastic coating versus our ceramic coating? Somebody has to explain the difference and why it's important. And what we found is originally some guys who didn't feel comfortable making that explanation. And we realized that we needed uh, a higher level of technical or at least semi-technical salespeople to make that work. Okay, so let's try and explain to the podcast audience what that difference is. Okay, organics are made of carbon, plastics, things people think of as plastics like epoxy or polyurethane paints. Mm -hmm. Our material is inorganic. Uh, it is alumina zirconia silicate, and it is basically more like granite. The simplest way to say it is, we found a way to make glass liquid for about an hour. So for about an hour, you can take glass and you can paint it on a surface and have this wonderful, immortal glass form a composite with a surface of concrete and stabilize it indefinitely. And so in the case of concrete, we more or less take up its chemistry, modify it, and lock it down into a glass state. So the surface... But it's got a, somewhere between a million and a billion bonds per square inch still. So there's no more concrete surface. Now you have a composite ceramic surface. So how long is that going to last? It has an indefinite lifespan. What does that actually mean? Yeah. No, 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 no. It, it means that if you, if, you, if you take a ceramic cup and you set it on the table, how long will it last? And the answer is so much longer than a human lifespan that it becomes a question with not much, you know, the answer doesn't have Yes, yeah, so this is, you know, great. So let's flip back to the opening little piece because I've explained this to others as well. I say that once sprayed on, it will last the lifetime of the planet, which may be a little bit longer. It's more like the lifetime of a mountain. Uh, one thing's for sure, Looney, by the time it fails, you won't care because <laughs> you won't be around or me or purely. I think one of the exciting things about our technology is that it adds to sustainability in a way that people might not understand or think about every day, but is critically important. When we save a yard of concrete that's part of a bridge deck, for example, Every, every yard is 5,000 pounds of CO2 that didn't get put back into the environment by making a new yard of concrete and putting it there, right? So we want to keep old concrete where it is. We want to keep it stable. We want to make bridges safer over time. So it's, it's public safety. But if we can make assets that are the infrastructure that we all drive on and that we require for an economy, if we can make them last a lot longer there are major implications for greenhouse gases, sustainable budgets for states. They can't afford hundreds of millions of dollars worth of repairs every year. Better to spend the money on teachers and things that, you know, building a sustainable economy in, in other ways, right? So I, I think in terms of sustainability, 
our technology, even though it addresses fairly mundane things, you know, concrete bridges or roadways. I think it's very exciting for sustainability movement in general. Uh, and so flipping back to Hofstadter's law. Yes. Right. So it's taking a little longer, but it, I, in this case, I would say this is the kind of company where the answer is inevitable. It's just a matter of time until enough customers notice that this is a good solution and start to buy. And then more customers hear about that and start to buy. And so this is going to be huge and global. And this is what excites me about this company. It's just a matter of time. That's, what we That's well said. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Lodi. Thank you.